0: 1 Samuel chapter 4, and if I give this one a title, it would be The Ark Gets Got. Ichabod. <laughs> the Ark Gets Got and then the name Ichabod. I don't know if you've ever watched or read the famous Halloween, like it was a cartoon back in the days, also a story called The Legends of Sleepy Hollow. There was a teacher named Ichabod. Who comes up with that name? Turns out the Bible does, and we're going to talk about that here in just a little while. But if you like what we're doing here, make sure you like, share, and subscribe to the YouTube channel. We're on our way to 1,000. We are getting so close to 1,000, so make sure you help us out. Subscribe to the channel. It is right below the video on the right-hand side. Hit that subscribe button. we would be so very thankful. Hit the like button. Very thankful. Also, for the podcast, leave us a five-star review. It really does help. And then also for our podcast. Facebook group, the Bible breakdown discussion. Thank you guys so much. It is such a joy to read those entries every single day and then to hear when you respond. I love it, love it, love it. Please keep doing it. It's encouraging to us because the more we dig, the more we find. If you have your Bibles, you know, open them up with me to 1 Samuel chapter 4. Finally, some time has passed and it's time for God to do what he's been saying he's going to do. We don't know exactly how much time has passed, but we know at this point that. Things are starting to unravel and things are starting to happen. Samuel's now an adult. He's obviously the anointed person who's leading spiritually the nation of Israel. He is effectively the last judge of the nation of Israel. By the time Samuel's life is over with, he will have anointed two kings of Israel. And so this is an amazing kind of finale, a bookend to the book of Judges. But God is done. God is done with the nation of Israel not taking his goodness seriously. And so something bad is going to happen. But even with this bad thing happening, God is still moving. Remember, the overall theme of 1 Samuel is God's providence despite our silliness. So even when bad things happen, it doesn't mean that God's not still moving. We're going to see that today because it's going to get about as bad as it can get for the nation of Israel. And here's one thing you have to remember. In the Old Testament, When Moses, he he comes down off the mountain, and he has the Ten Commandments and all this kind of stuff, he ends up making this thing called the Ark of the Covenant. And the people did not worship the Ark of the Covenant. The Ark of the Covenant, it was this box, kind of rectangular box made out of gold. And inside of it, they put the Ten Commandments, they put Aaron's staff, and they put some manna, just some, some symbols of the miracles of God. And when the the priests would, would march. They would take these, these symbols inside this box called the Ark of the Covenant. And it was beautiful. It had angels, gold angels on top of it. It's just this beautiful thing. And it was a symbol of the presence of God. So they didn't bow down and worship the Ark. They, Every time they would see the Ark, it would remind them of God. And so it was a symbol of God. And so the nation of Israel, to them, there was nothing more holy other than God himself than the ark, because it reminded them of God's presence. They would take the ark with them into battle. And it was as though God was with them in the battle. It was just very, very important to them. That's why this chapter (laughs) is so devastating. So if you want to, read this with me. And we're going to hear how Ichabod Crane, from the the movie or the cartoon, or whatever you got, Legend of Sleepy Hollow, where he got his name. So here we go. You ready? Verse 1. And Samuel's words went out to all the people of Israel. At that time, Israel was at war with the Philistines. The Israelite army was camped near Ebenezer, and the Philistines were at Aphek. The Philistines attacked and defeated the army of Israel, killing 4,000 men. After the battle was over, the troops retreated to their camp. And the elders of Israel asked, Why did the Lord allow us to be defeated by the Philistines? Then they said, Let's bring the ark of the covenant of the Lord from Shiloh. And if we carry it into battle with us, it will save us from all of our enemies. So they sent men to Shiloh to bring the ark of the covenant of the Lord of heaven's armies, who was enthroned between the cherubim. Hophni and Phinehas, the sons of Eli, were also there with the ark of the covenant of God. And when all the Israelites saw the ark of the covenant of the Lord coming to their camp, they shouted for joy. And it was so loud that it made the ground shake. What's going on? The Philistines asked. What's all this shouting about in the Hebrew camp? When they were told that it was because the Ark of the Lord had arrived, they panicked. The gods have come to their camp, they cried. This is a disaster. We will never, we've never had to face anything like this before. Help! Who can save us from these mighty gods of Israel? They are the same gods who destroyed the Egyptians with the plagues in Israel that was in the wilderness. Fight as you never have before, Philistines. If you don't, we will become the Hebrew slaves just as uh, they have been ours. Stand up like men and fight. So the Philistines fought desperately, and the Israelites were defeated again. And the slaughter was great. 30,000 Israelite soldiers died that day. And the survivors turned and fled to their tents. And the ark of God was captured. And Hophni and Phinehas, the two sons of Eli, were killed. So pause what's happening is, is the Philistines know very little about what's going on. So they're getting it all wrong as far as in are like God's plural and all this kind of stuff. What they do know is, is the God who was with them that did all these things, he's now with them again. So we better do something. And so they do something. And because God was not with them anymore, they end up killing those evil priests and take the ark. Well, verse 12, a man from the tribe of Benjamin ran from the battlefield and arrived at Shiloh later that same day. He had torn his clothes and put dust on his head to show his grief. Eli was waiting beside the road to hear the news of the battle, for his heart trembled for the safety of the Ark of God. When the messengers arrived and told what had happened, an outcry resounded throughout the town. What's all this noise? Eli asked. The messenger rushed over to Eli, who at this point was 98 years old and blind. He said to Eli, I have just come down from the battlefield. I was there this very day. What happened, my son? Eli demanded, "The Israel has been defeated by the Philistines." The messenger replied, "The people have been slaughtered, and your two sons, Hophni and Phineas, are also killed. And the Ark of God was captured." <laughs> Listen to this: when the messenger mentioned what happened to the Ark, not his sons, <laughs> not all the people, what happened to the Ark. That's why. That's why I hope you understand how important the Ark was to the to the Israelites. When he understood what happened to the Ark, then. Eli fell backward from his seat beside the gate. He broke his neck and died, for he was old and overweight. Wow. He had been Israel's judge for 40 years. Eli's daughter-in-law, the wife of Phinehas, was pregnant and near her time of delivery. When she heard that the ark of God had been captured and that her father-in-law and husband were dead, she went into labor and gave birth. She died in childbirth. But before she passed away, the midwives tried to encourage her. Don't be afraid, they said. You have a baby boy. But she didn't answer or pay any attention to them. She named the child Ichabod, which means, where is the glory? For she said, Israel's glory is gone. And she named him this because the ark of God had been captured and because her father-in-law and husband were dead. She said, the glory has departed from Israel for the ark of God has been captured. That's a bad day. It's a really bad day. That's what I'm saying. The ark gets got. And now the glory has departed. It's horrible day. Horrible day is going on. But God, God's providence happens despite our silliness. And the thing is about it is, is that even when the bad things, even when the worst things happen, God is still moving. And what we're going to see in the next few chapters is, first of all, all of this that happened was a fulfillment of what God already said was going to happen. Hey, if if these guys won't turn to me, it's not going to turn out well. And it didn't. But God's not done yet. And can I tell you, even though we're going to finish this chapter, and it looks like the worst, God's not done yet. Can I tell you in your life, if you're right at the bottom of a certain chapter in your life, This is the end of a chapter, 1 Samuel chapter 4. It's not the end of the book. Can I tell you in your life, you may be going through a bad chapter, but it's just the end of a chapter, not the end of the book. If you're not dead, God's not done. So I want you to come back tomorrow. We're going to read and see what happens. Because even when it looks terrible, God never stops working. Let's pray together. God, thank you so much for today. Thank you that you're with us and that you're for us in all things. God, I know that it's possible there's people reading and listening right now and watching right now that they're going through a difficult season, and it feels like the end of their life or the end of all things. Help them to see, God, that because of you, it's never the end. It may be the end of a chapter, but it's not the end of a book. You're always with us. You're always for us. Help us to know that and to let that always give us encouragement. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, don't forget God's word says in first Samuel chapter 12, be sure to fear the Lord and faithfully serve him. Think of all the wonderful things he has done for you. God is for you more than you can imagine. And God's providence is on display, even despite our silliness. I love you. I'll see you tomorrow for first Samuel chapter five.